This is Anna Karmu with UN News. Five days after Russia launched a special military operation against Ukraine, more than 500,000 people have fled across the borders, the UN refugee agency UNHCR reported on Monday. Ukrainians, mostly women and children, have been escaping to Poland, Hungary, Moldova, Romania, Slovakia and beyond. UN humanitarian agencies are on the ground and ready to increase support in what is a fast-growing refugee emergency. UNHCR spokesperson Shabi Amantou spoke to UN News's Daniel Johnson and told him that people arriving are exhausted by the grueling journey to safety. Well, the latest is that we're now, we now see half a million refugees have fled Ukraine uh, to neighboring countries in the region, and they're going uh, to Poland, Hungary, Romania, Moldova, Moldova Slovakia, and others, um, among other countries. So this is a, a massive uh, outflow that we're witnessing, and this has all just happened in the space of five days. So this is a fast-growing uh, refugee emergency. Yeah, and how's your access uh, within Ukraine, or are you just dealing with the bordering countries at the moment? Well, that's right. There are two situations that we have to attend to. One is the humanitarian situation uh, and the humanitarian needs that are inside the country. And we are ready to, to increase our support. We have a long-standing presence in Ukraine. Uh, we've been there responding to, to humanitarian needs that have arisen previously. So we're ready to, to increase the support that we can provide to people who need that. But that is contingent on humanitarian guarantees of, of access and safety. Um, and then the other situation is really uh, now the, the refugee flows that we're seeing to the regional countries, there is also support that is required. Uh, the national authorities are leading on the responses uh, in terms of receiving people, registering them, um, but, but we are ready to, to help further support the needs that arise for these people who've been displaced. And what kind of messages and stories are you hearing from those fleeing from Ukraine? Where are they coming from? And have you had uh, many people, spoken to many people who fled from the particularly hard hit uh, eastern regions? Well, our colleagues are um, speaking to, to new arrivals. Uh, they're reporting grueling uh, journeys that have spanned uh, the course of a couple of days by foot or by their cars. Uh, there are many women and children among them, and uh, they're, they're exhausted, they're tired, uh, they're looking uh, for safety. They have to wait in these lengthy queues. We've had reports that these stretch at times to, to 14 to 30 kilometers long. Um, so it, it is a grueling journey to safety, and, uh, and the main thing is that they're able to, to access those countries. The borders have been have been kept open. People are receiving them. They are uh, providing water, food, uh, supplies. So it's it's quite a, a big effort that's going on. Um, but people also have other needs. They've, many of them have um, been exposed to traumatic situations um, or violence. And so they also need things like counseling and, and psychosocial support. So there, there are a lot of humanitarian needs that, that also need to be uh, attended to. Yes, and you said that you've heard stories of mainly women and children, so uh, are not many men coming across? Well, we're seeing at, the, at this point, I mean, the situation is, is fast evolving, but our colleagues are reporting, indeed, there are a lot of women and children who are arriving um, and they, they're they trying to just seek safety and reunite with family members where they can. Um, but, but these are things that we, we are watching and uh, and we're also seeing that they're, they're really going to all the various different countries uh, in the region. And staying with those countries in the region, you say they've kept their borders open, which you must be delighted about. I know there was a strong appeal and uh, and, and as much pressure as could be brought to bear on, on those neighbouring countries. Uh, what's the sense that there is still a capacity to look after those coming from Ukraine? 
Well, the main thing is that yeah, people can access safety, but also support uh, their support and solidarity that's required uh, with those neighbouring countries. So we do urge uh, the international community to also uh, pay attention to that. Uh, on our part, we will be looking at also launching um, to to appeal soon for the humanitarian response inside the country and also for the the response uh, in the region that addresses the needs of, of refugees um, who have fled. A final question to you, Shabir, from the UN Refugee Agency, going back to inside Ukraine. I mean, how, how difficult is it now for UN humanitarians and partners to operate? Well, we, we've mentioned that we're, we're very concerned about the humanitarian consequences on, on civilian populations. And uh, the main thing is that we, we advocate for civilian lives and civilian infrastructure to be protected and safeguarded at all times uh, in accordance with international humanitarian law. And we're working with the authorities, with the other UN family members and other partners in Ukraine, ready to really scale up that assistance. But as I mentioned, it's really dependent on security and access. It is a fluid situation. Um, movements are, are quite difficult at the moment, as you can imagine. So we will we'll try and do what we can, but we are firmly committed to, to continuing um, to, to scale up and, and to increase our support there and in the region.